0: Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and live from the Ukraine. It's the Fourth and Inches show with Jenna and the <laughs> Sherpa. Jenna, you must be feeling th- about your uh, Cowboys cruising along at three and zero right now.
1: Things are okay. We haven't really played a real team yet, so this week will be interesting.
0: Except in week How one.
1: How are you feeling? About- oh. Sure, sure. Speaking of Week 1, how are you feeling about the Daniel Jones era? We'll get to Saquon in a minute, but how are you feeling about Daniel Jones?
0: Um, that was a nice beginning. I'm I'm happy about it. I just think they're blowing their chance for a, a high draft pick next year potentially. I think it's all going to come down to the Miami game, but hopefully they still uh, remember what they're playing for or not playing for and uh act accordingly.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Uh life life for the next few weeks without Saquon Barkley will make this a certainly the offense is very different looking than when you started the season. I think it's safe to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, with the Giants, they probably don't have to finish ahead or or below, if you will, you know, Miami, because, you know, I would think that uh, Miami would, um, want a quarterback next year and obviously the Giants won't be in a market for a, a quarterback at this point, so they shouldn't be anyway. So Yeah you know, they have bigger needs mainly on defense. But uh we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm extremely happy. I was a little skeptical about the change. I don't think, you know, he's really the main problem there, but uh you know, the he was either. the main problem there. But yeah, we'll see. So far, so good. I just hope he doesn't, uh, that uh, Daniel Jones doesn't get hurt at some point playing behind uh, you know, the not greatest offensive line in the world, but we'll see.
1: It's, it's a little suspect at best, I would say. Yeah, I think that's fair. So But, of course, we will get into all of that in our game picks here in just a little while. We've got an action-packed show for you, as we do every week. Uh, We're going to take a look at everything week four fantasy for you. We're going to do game predictions. We're going to tell you who to start, who to sit. I'm sure there's going to be a few arguments along the way. We've got daily fantasy picks for you. We've got waiver wire suggestions Believe me, there are plenty of injuries, and we'll get to those in a minute. But in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us throughout the show or all week long, you can find us all over social media. We're on Twitter at the number four THN Inches Show. That's the number four THN Inches Show. You can also find us at fantasy underscore Sherpa or at JKIM16. Uh, we're always around. If you've got lineup questions, you want to talk, any of that, we're here for it. And you can find us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. Ah, talking's gonna be tough today. That'll be fun. And of course, we are with you every Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time or whenever you wanna listen to it on any of our lovely podcast providers all week long. I'm sure we make your commute much easier to bear. But like I said, we've got all kinds of good stuff for you tonight. We're gonna help guide you to victory. And we'll start with everyone's favorite part of the show. <laughs> Strapping, guys. we got a whole lot of injuries for you this week. But first, before we get there, uh, we have a, a returning player, allegedly. Melvin Gordon has told the Chargers he's coming back to work Thursday. That is tomorrow, for those of you listening live. If you're listening on Thursday, well, he's coming back today. Uh, how How much he will be used, if at all, we are going to have to wait and see. But I guess he looked at the uh, the schedule this week and thought, hmm, Dolphins game might be a nice one to get get back on track. So he's going to come back to work this week. So we'll see. We'll talk about that in a little while, uh, the fantasy implications for your rosters. As we alluded to earlier, Giants running back Saquon Barkley sprained his ankle. Do you think Norman Gordon crutches. will go
0: back out in his holdout next week?
1: I don't know. That would be a real ballsy move, and I I don't think I'd be upset about it. Mostly because I don't have him on any team, so like it's really no skin off my yeah. back. I'm not Chargers fan, but I mean that would be that'd be something spectacular. Maybe he'll pull the Jalen Ramsey move, which we'll we'll get there in a second. <laughs> but Melvin Gordon allegedly coming back this week. Saquon Barkley unfortunately not playing for the next four to eight weeks. Uh, apparently a pretty bad ankle sprain. It's just not what you wanted to see as a Giants fan or as a Saquon Barkley owner. I'm not exactly thrilled about it either.
0: Well, if you want your Ham team Newton. to tank, it's not the worst thing in the yeah. world. But well, I'm not, actually, I'm not I am not need for my team to tank. But yeah, you know, <laughs> fish tank. Yeah, right, uh, my, Miami's got there, that hashtag. pretty well
1: covered. So even if you're trying to tank, you you got a lot of competition out there.
0: Well, they don't have to beat out Miami. They just need to be second or third pick overall.
1: Well, the problem is is Miami is acquiring all of the top ten picks at this point. They're just looking for all of them. It's very greedy of them. It's going to be an entire prime time of Miami making draft picks.
0: Yeah, their draft next year is going to be like Oakland's was this year, I think.
1: Yeah, and Oakland hasn't done a whole lot with it, Josh Jacobs excluded. But still, you know, hopefully they get a little more out of it. Uh, someone who's not getting anything out of it this week is Cam Newton. He is not going to play again. Reportedly, what started as a sprained foot is now a Liz Frank injury, which you may remember from old Eli Manning. Uh, it's something that he's trying to avoid surgery. It's certainly very touch and go. He is week to week. Kyle Allen's definitely going to start this week, and it's, it's a crapshoot. I wouldn't have him on your fantasy team if I were you, but hey, people do crazier things. In Seattle, Rashad Penny is dealing with a hamstring injury. He's questionable for this week. LaShawn well, McCoy is was limited at practice today with an ankle injury. Uh, the, the injury bug has certainly hit the Kansas City backfield. We'll get to more of those in a minute. As I talked about before, Jalen Ramsey, his saga continues, still trying to get traded, definitely still not coming to practice. Uh, on Monday, he was sick. On Tuesday, he had a sore back. And now he has left the state. He is now in Tennessee for the birth of his second child. And he will, quote, be back when he's ready. So... That doesn't seem great. (laughs) No. The Jaguars defense certainly taking a bit of a hit this week because it does not look like he's going to be showing up for Sunday. But stranger things have happened. In other strange news, Antonio's
0: a newborn.
1: Maybe, maybe he's going to start teaching him back to the nose.
0: Take him out on the field with him.
1: It'd be nice if they're playing Tennessee, but you know we'll get there. (laughs) <laughs> just just like yeah, well, a from the probably hospital.
0: wouldn't put up much resistance to the to the newborn.
1: Probably not. Yeah. That baby's gonna have better stats than most most human beings. But we'll see. We'll see if he shows up on Sunday. Uh someone who's definitely not showing up on Sunday is Antonio Brown. He is uh apparently done with the NFL, not done tweeting, allegedly going to college, also going to depositions. He's got a real full dance card right now and none of it's going to get you fantasy points so i sure hope you don't show him on your team school. he might maybe he'll be like elwoods and legally blonde he's gonna he's gonna rise up we've seen crazier yeah. stuff not a lot crazier than that but it's out there uh someone who is gonna play this week alshon jeffrey coming back this week for the eagles i uh, practiced fully today seems like he's gonna be good to go Tough matchup with Green Bay. Deshaun Jackson still going to be out with that abdominal injury. He's hoping to come back next week. They're playing the Jets. It's a nice game to come back for, but uh, that's certainly touch and go. Tight end Dallas Goddard and running back Corey Clement are both questionable with their calf and shoulder injuries respectively. They are both limited at practice today. Panthers tight end Greg Olson did not, uh, did not fully practice. He was limited with that back injury. He should play this week unless something goes wrong between now and then. Uh, In better news, Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Fully practiced despite that hip injury, so he's going to be fine come Sunday. Worth noting, the entire Browns secondary did not play last week. It's not looking too promising this week either. At best, I think you get one of them back. So if you're starting the Browns defense, I'd do so with a little caution. Ravens tight end Mark Andrews did not practice today with that foot injury. He's hoping to play this week. It looks like he's on track, but certainly something to keep an eye on if he's on your roster, have a plan B, uh, because that's certainly going to go down to game time. In Washington, aside from everyone being questionable with hurt feelings and pride, uh, quarterback Case Keenum is not practicing. He's got a foot injury. Jay Gruden says he's going to play. Uh, Also worth mentioning, Colt McCoy is back to fully practicing this week after that horrific fibula break last year. Uh, Wouldn't shock me if we see Colt McCoy uh, taking some significant time under center in the next couple of weeks. Case Keenum, I'm not sure if he is long for this world as the Redskins starter. Um, But J. was pretty emphatic that it was not going to be Dwayne Haskins. He's not a big Dwayne Haskins fan. Uh, He's not ready, according to To old Jay Gruden, who probably shouldn't still have a job after Monday night, but he's still here. Jordan Reed is still out with a concussion. Uh, It's potentially his career's in jeopardy. We've talked about this several times over the last decade about the number of concussions he's had and injuries. So he's certainly evaluating things, but not looking good for him playing this week. Out in L.A., Chargers wide receivers Travis Benjamin and Mike Williams both did not practice with hip and back injuries, and tight Virgil Green missed practice as well. So keep an eye on all of them. Uh, there's certainly a little bit of the walking wounded out there in that receiving core. Dolphins quarterback Josh Rosen is dealing with a right elbow injury. He practiced fully, though, so he's going to play this week. But definitely something to keep an eye on, as if Miami didn't have enough problems already. Their wide receiver, Alan Hearns, is also in the concussion protocol. He's not practicing. It's not looking great for this week, but, again, keep an eye on it. Out in Oakland, they're pretty healthy compared to the rest of the league, but kick returner slash wide receiver slash everyman Dwayne Harris missed practice with an ankle injury. Uh, On the flip side, the Colts are in a pretty bad way. They have a lot of key players missing practice. T.Y. Hilton re-aggravated that quad injury in Sunday's game. Uh, He's not practicing right now. He is very questionable coming into this week. Linebacker Darius Leonard we talked about last week. uh, We were worried about him not playing. He did not. And he is still not practicing, still in the concussion protocol. Keep an eye on that. And center Ryan Kelly is six. So some very key components on both sides of the ball are missing time for Indianapolis, which may not be great. Like I said, in Kansas City, the backfield uh, injuries seem to be contagious. With LeSean McCoy being limited at practice, Damian Williams is still not practicing as well with his knee injury. It's kind of a coin flip. Who's ever going to get snaps? Who's going to be the healthiest out there? (laughs) Right now, it looks like maybe it's LeSean McCoy, but we'll see. Julian Edelman left Sunday's game for the Patriots with a rib injury, but fully practiced today. Uh, I'm sorry, he practiced limited today, but uh, it looks pretty good. He should be good to go this week against the Bills. Tom Brady was also limited with a calf injury. Phil Mickelson has said he's on standby to help him. We can't have calf problems limiting Tom Brady. So every arena in the sports world is on Tom Brady's side apparently. Also in New England tight ends, uh, both tight ends, Matt LaCosse and Ryan Izzo, were limited to practice today with ankle and calf injuries. They should be okay as long as there are no setbacks. In Buffalo, Devin Singletary didn't practice with that hamstring injury. Certainly keep an eye on that. And Tyler Croft missed practice as well with an ankle injury. Tennessee tight end Delaney Walker, who's pretty much always on the injury report, is not practicing. I would wait and see on that. He's dealing with a knee injury, but it looks like he's hopefully he's going to play, so we'll we'll certainly go down to Sunday on that one. Falcons running backs Edo Smith and Kenyon Barner both didn't practice. They both have concussions, and Kenyon Barner also doubled down on injuries with a knee injury as well. Not looking great for them. Wide receiver Calvin Ridley was limited with a hip injury. He seems like he's going to be a go this weekend. Keep an eye on Tampa Bay wide receiver Chris Godwin. He didn't practice. He's dealing with a shoulder injury, and it looks pretty questionable, so certainly have a plan B there. In Chicago, Trey Burton finally is fully practicing for the first time, I think, all season, uh, dealing with that groin injury, but wide receiver Taylor Gabriel did not practice. He's dealing with a concussion and still in the protocol. Out in Dallas, wide receiver Amari Cooper is limited with his ankle injury. He should play this week, and Saints wide receiver Trey Conn Smith didn't practice with his ankle injury. And on top of all of the injuries, it's also the first week of bye weeks, everyone's favorite time of year. The 49ers and Jets are both off this week, so you're certainly losing some options there as well. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the waiver wire.
0: <laughs> I have to tell you a quick a Thanks for doing that, as always. I know it's a lot of <laughs> research and very limited breath, but uh, oh,
1: that's thanks all right. for... Who needs breathing? Us
0: in on that, uh, I have to tell you a quick story. I was in uh, Nevada last weekend um, with yeah. my wife and we met up with uh, my sister and her family and we're having breakfast in a casino and had the obligatory family photo taken. And, of course, it's Sunday morning, yeah. so, you know, people are wearing football jerseys of their favorite team. So, you know, who should be in the back of our you know, family photo but a guy wearing a Josh Allen Jersey, which gives me <laughs> extremely
1: Oh God, I couldn't have planned uh, that if thanks. I tried. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, oh, that just so that brings anyway, me so but, much
0: joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I, I, so good.
1: I had a it would. <laughs> so, Josh um, Allen is everywhere. The Buffalo Bills are three and oh. Everyone should be buying stock and tables. Those those pregame tailgates are the wildest things I've ever seen. I am hyped. I love it. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna be four zero after this week, but it is. It has been a magical ride.
0: Well, you never know. I mean, they are at home. Stranger things have happened. Right?
1: <laughs> Unlikely. Oh, that would that would make me so happy. Even I can't. I yeah. can't in good conscience pick that. But man, that would be something.
0: Well, you could still root for it, and <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people will be. But uh, oh, I'm gonna
1: anyway. I'm gonna
0: onto the waivers. Um, Running backs, you know, Daryl Williams with the Chiefs, got a nice matchup against the Lions, probably um, near the top of my list. Ronald Jones, I.I., tough matchup with the Rams, but uh, still worth uh, looking at. Justin Jackson, of course, is uh, less appealing now with Melvin Gordon returning, but he's still, if you're in a deep league and need somebody, it's possible that uh, Melvin Gordon doesn't get a Full workload just yet, or maybe he's just back for one week before taking a hiatus again. Just wants to remind the Chargers how valuable he is before disappearing again. That's my that's my theory. We'll we'll see. Yeah, Um, Jamal Williams, a nice uh, bounce back last week. uh, Thursday night game against the Eagles defense, which hasn't exactly been lighting the world on fire. And uh, Tony Pollard, uh, Zeke, yeah, Zeke Elliott is. uh, certainly the bell cow back there, but um, if you're desperate, uh, Tony Pollard wouldn't be a bad pickup. Uh, Wayne Gallman, he's um, pretty widely owned at this point. If your waivers haven't run yet this week, uh, see if he's out there as a short-term replacement for uh, Saquon Barkley. But again, I'm not particularly high on him, but we'll see. How about you, anyone you want to add to the list?
1: Uh, no, no, I feel pretty good about the list. Um, there's just, there's not a lot out there. There's just so many running back by committees that most of these guys are already on, on rosters. And it's not like if you lost to Quan Barkley, there's somebody on the waiver wire that you can just plug right in. Wayne Gallman's, you know, going to get the bulk of the carries there, but even this week, the Redskins, one of the few things they can actually do is slow down the run. They can't do a whole lot well, but that's one of them. So this isn't necessarily the week I want to throw them out there. Um, but it it'll be interesting.
0: All right, moving on to wide receivers. Then again, not too many options to light the world on fire. Uh, Randall Cobb. No. You know, Cowboys have a nice matchup with the Saints this week. Uh, I think that's going to be a pretty high it. scoring game, but we'll get to that. Yeah, the mm-hmm. that'll that'll be a fun one to watch. Uh, James Washington hasn't really uh, shown that chemistry with his uh, college. Uh, you know, quarterback yet? I uh, expected Rudolph, more out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's only one week, so we'll see if they do better Even against be the, week. Uh, the Bengals, who haven't uh, who've been pretty friendly to opposing offenses. Yeah, Danny Amendola. Mm-hmm. If you're desperate, uh, Cole Beasley, and if you're really desperate and thinking ahead, uh, this is the last week of Golden Tate's suspension, so yeah, he's out I'm there. and a He might be. uh Oh, a good speculative bid, especially if Daniel Jones turns out to be the real deal.
1: I'm loving Paul Richardson this week in Washington. I, I think there's going to be, one. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I've i picked him up on a couple of teams. I just think that the matchup is right. I think this is going to be a, a higher scoring than, than certainly some other people from what I've seen. Um, but he, he seems to have something good going there. I'm I'm happy to go with that, especially this week. Um, So I'm pretty high on him, and I I certainly have Golden Tate on a roster or two waiting for him to come back to the fold, if you will.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, Quarterbacks, again, not much out there, but if you're desperate, uh, Jacoby Brissett against Oakland this week, Andy Dalton at Pittsburgh, Derek Carr at Indy, Case Keenum against the Giants, and Kyle Allen who had a nice – Debut yeah. start for the Panthers last week, uh, taking on the Texans on the road this week. Uh, anyone there that you particularly like or anyone you want to add to my list?
1: Love uh, loving Jacoby Brissett, although I've been a big proponent of him all season. I'd also throw Gardner Minshew on the list, still available in a lot of places. The mustache, the the headband, the whole thing, I'm, I'm all in. Again, we all know I'm a bit of a Jaguars homer. Uh but I, I certainly think that there are points to be had even against a tough defense if you're hurting for a quarterback this week.
0: All right, moving on to tight ends. You mentioned Trey Burton finally healthy, uh tough matchup against yeah, the I'm excited. Vikings about that. this week. But uh, maybe he'll, you know, invent a Chicago special or come up with something. To hey, do. why it's not, right? Owners proud. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, Vernon Davis uh perpetual yes. Replacement um, for Jordan Reed is still widely available, has a nice matchup against the Giants this week. Uh, Jack Doyle Mm -hmm. hasn't done much yet this season, but a matchup against Oakland is appealing. Tyler Eifert, uh, Jordan Akins, I don't know why, but the Texans always seem to find a tight end that uh, seemingly comes out of nowhere and has a pretty decent season, and he seems to be on that path this year. And then, again, the, yeah. in the Golden Tate camp, if you're looking ahead to a tight end who's currently suspended but won't be next week, uh, that would be Chris Herndon.
1: Yep, Chris Herndon's is definitely on my list. Uh, apparently, I'm just advocating for, for suspended players, which is fine. <laughs> Vernon Davis, uh, certainly the top of my list. And if for some reason Will Disley is still available in your leagues, and it seems to be in like half of half of leagues, uh, I would certainly yeah, run, don't walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. out there in one of mine. I was like, what? what is happening here? But if he's there, go pick him up. Vernon Davis would certainly be a number two for me.
0: All right. And then moving on to defenses, if you're the kind that likes to stream defenses, Pittsburgh, nice matchup against Cincinnati. I think a lot of people are scared off by the fact that they're uh, 0-3, but uh, don't be. No, go somebody's got to win that game. Uh, Denver has a nice matchup against Jacksonville this week. They're 0-3, but again, you know, home matchup against, I know you're higher on uh, Gardner-Minshaw than I am, but uh, I, I think that's a good matchup. And then Atlanta uh, at home against Tennessee this week. Uh, those are three defenses yeah. that I wouldn't mind uh, picking up and streaming this week. Anyone you want to yeah. add to the list?
1: No, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty okay with your list. Um yeah, I mean, it, no real beef with him unless, you know, obviously I think higher Gardner Minshew than you do, but that's okay. Otherwise, pretty solid.
0: <laughs> okay. So, well, maybe you should stash Gardner Minshew.
1: You think I don't already have him on a team? You're crazy.
0: <laughs> okay. He should be on all your teams.
1: <laughs> oh, he's, he's, on, um, he's on more than he should be. Let's just put it that way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, he's on any of them, he's on more than he should be. But uh I'm drinking the he's, cool he's my I'm, Josh in. Allen I'm position. all in on it. All right.
1: I'm just picking up the Island of Misfit toys.
0: Yeah, apparently. So um <laughs> why don't we move on to our position picks for this week and why don't you start us off, uh, Jana, with our with running backs who's in your uh your recommended list, top, your top ten list. top week.
1: of my list. No doubt about it for me, Christian McCaffrey. Loving it, loving the matchup, not scared away by Kyle Allen. It's going to be all right. I think Christian McCaffrey, despite the fact that everybody knows that he's going to run the ball a hundred times, I'm all in. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, number two on my list, and Alvin Kamara, I think probably popping up on both your lists. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Four, I've got Dalvin Cook, even against a tough Chicago defense. David Johnson rounding out my top five. Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, James Conner, Todd Gurley, and uh, Carry On Johnson in Detroit running on my top 10.
0: Okay, your recommended list sounds like my avoid list, but uh,
1: perfect. I also have Mark Ingram, II, I, as you like to say, and Derek Henry just outside my top 10.
0: <laughs> okay, I have uh, Todd Gurley at the top of my list, Alvin Kamara, and Ezekiel Elliott, so we're uh, pretty close on that. Uh, Sony Michelle. Yep. I'll put Mel- I'll take a chance on Melvin Gordon. I think that's a real good matchup, and uh, wouldn't surprise me if you him have if he him. Scored I'd start a him. Times.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And Aaron Jones. I'll take a chance and start Wayne Gallman, Chris Carson, Daryl okay. Williams, and Rex Burkhead, rounding out my top ten.
1: Okay. All right. Certainly some names on uh, your top ten that perhaps are on my avoid list, like Wayne Gallman. Uh, normally, pretty much any other week, I'm okay. I don't like the matchup. Like I said, this is about the only thing the Redskins do well. Uh, Jamal Williams, Justin Jackson, who's certainly the odd man out now uh, in with the Chargers. Devin Singletary, I'm a little worried about the injuries there. Giovanni Bernard, Rashad Penny, Edo Smith, also concussed. Uh, Jordan Howard, Latavius Murray, Naeem Hines, and Jalen Richards.
0: Right. For me, I have David Johnson at the top of my avoid list, followed by Nick Chubb, Madness. Leonard Fournette, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Derek Henry, Crazy. Frank Gore, <laughs> Adrian Peterson, Ronald Jones, I.I., I., and Kalen Ballage. Not that you would be starting I. Kalen I. Ballage, but uh, just in case you would. It be
1: interesting if you did. I'd like to see your lineup if you're like, this is the guy. This is the guy you got to put in here. I'm I'd be curious. Please let me know if you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe as a fill-in for Matt Breida or Levian Bell this week. But uh, other than yeah. that, uh, you'd have to be pretty desperate or a real uh, Josh Rosen believer to to think that Kalen Ballage would be worth starting.
1: I believe in Josh Rosen. I believe he's going to have a decent game this week. But we'll get there. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> How are you feeling about wide receivers? Who's on your list?
0: And Devontae Adams tops my list, followed by Keenan Allen. Amari Cooper, Tammy Watkins, Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks, Julian Edelman, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, and Sterling Shepard. And I'll give an honorable mention to Cooper Cup, Josh Gordon, and Nicole Hardman.
1: Okay. Uh, our list not terribly different. Uh, so I've got at the top of mind Keenan Allen. Obviously that Miami game is pretty juicy. Uh, number two, DeAndre Hopkins. Julio Jones at three. Those are pretty interchangeable, those two for me. Devontae Adams at four, Michael Thomas at five. Uh it's six I like got Tyler Lockett, Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup, number nine on my list, Sterling Shepard, and Julian Edelman rounding out my top ten.
0: It's pretty good. Seven of the top ten and
1: Yeah, it's um, actually a um, shockingly large, was large was amount of overlap there. I
0: mentioned. So yeah, pretty good amount Whew. of overlap. So for Looking uh close. let's see if we can Let's see if we can do that on the avoid list. For me, Odell Beckham Jr. tops the avoid list. Mike Evans, Tyrell Williams, the John Brown Cole Beasley duo, Preston Williams, Devontae mm-hmm. Parker, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, Terry McLaurin, Paul Richardson, DJ Chark, D. D. Westbrook, and uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, John Ross. A lot of combos yeah. on my avoid list this Going week. Going tandems
1: this week. I like it. It's like the buddy system for your avoid list. I'm higher on Cole Beasley than you are, but that's also because I'm higher on the Bills and Josh Rosen than you are. Uh, I, I fully support Odell Beckham Jr. being on the avoid list. He's at the top of mind. He's got a terrible defensive matchup this week. Baker Mayfield is a mess. Um, very much interested in starting Jarvis Landry. He's, he's high up in my no-man's land, if you will. Uh, but I don't want any part of Odell Beckham Jr., especially in – anywhere like a DFS league I don't want I don't even want to play with that uh John Ross I I I on my avoid list as well as Nelson Aguilar who caught an awful lot of heat this week in Philadelphia we'll talk about that that later Uh, that was so good that may be the most it 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 was oh god it was uh, John Brown also my, on my avoid list, as well as Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton. I'm, I'm also going with the Buddy System. There, Philip Dorsett, D.D. Westbrook, D. K. Metcalf, uh, Deontay Johnson, and Wilt Fuller, the fifth. Do you want to?
0: We might as well just. Get, it, get to it now. If you want to put uh, people <laughs> in on what was uh, so hilarious about Nelson in Agamor? So
1: in Philadelphia, as we all know, Eagle Finn's notoriously not the easiest humans to impress, which is fine. That's their gimmick. Um, but a, there was an incident this week in Philly where a building was on fire and a man who ended up actually being like a war veteran and a hero, a, a Great Samaritan, is literally catching children out of this burning building. Like, a man is dropping babies out of this building into the arms of this man on the ground. And he's interviewed, he's interviewed by the Philadelphia media and completely unprovoked takes a savage shot at Nelson Aguilar. And he says something I, I'm sure I'm, I'm not quoting this exactly right, but something to the effect of this man's dropping babies into my arms and I'm catching them not like Nelson Aguilar like he's in the middle of a heroic situation a, a potential tragedy and he uses his platform to tear down <laughs> Nelson Aguilar and Nelson Aguilar reached out on Twitter he was like I want to I want to get this guy and his family some tickets to the game trying to listen I'm not a Nelson Aguilar fan at all but like trying to make the best out of a, a terrible PR situation and the guy the guy responds back no no I want Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God, good. Philadelphia's the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, when I saw just, that just the out energy, of nowhere. Like, it was completely not Bell the story. Not,
1: not anything to do with anything. And he's like <laughs> taking shots. Oh, God, it's incredible. It's just amazing. Yeah. Just when yeah, you think love- Philly can't get any more Philly. They go and do something like this. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Well oh, obviously uh I'm not an Eagles fan, but uh since I live in the area and you're from the area, yeah. we can both relate to uh the the hardcore and the passion there. But that that may have been my all time favorite Philly interview. That was that was amazing. So. It
1: was absolutely incredible. <laughs> Oh, God, right. so me now laugh. With, I'm probably uh, watching that once that, a day right now for like a long time
0: I only watched it once because I couldn't stop laughing afterwards and <laughs> have to be able to function the rest of the day and I wasn't sure I could <sighs> if I watched that interview again so worth I, it, I, totally it, worth uh, it limited myself to once, maybe on the weekend I'll watch it but uh, or
1: if there I'm feeling down
0: at work or something I'll, I'll watch it but, uh,
1: <laughs> have a bad day, pop that interview in
0: yeah, that. If you can't laugh or smile after that, uh,
1: you know, know I'm not sure
0: what to say. Yeah. All right. um, Moving on to quarterbacks. Um, Do you want to start us off with your uh, recommended list?
1: I've got Patrick Mahomes and his Heinz-powered arm at the top of my list. Uh, Number two, Lamar Jackson against a beleaguered Cleveland defense. At three, I've got Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Dak Prescott running out the top five. Aaron Rodgers, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, and your boy Daniel Jones sneaking into the top 10. Uh, I've got Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray just outside the top 10.
0: All right. Well, again, we are agreeing on seven of 10. So
1: that's, that's pretty whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: good. Um, I have Jared Goff. It makes me nervous. We might be list.
1: agreeing on a whole lot of these games.
0: Um, I wouldn't I, I I go that far. Um, <laughs> I have Jared Goff first, Patrick Mahomes second. Phillip Rivers, third. I'm going to take a flyer on Teddy Bridgewater this week. I, I like the matchup against the Cowboys. Not. and think that's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, Russell Wilson, for mm-hmm. your sake, uh, I hope not, but uh, I think you might uh, have a Thank surprise for coming there. Uh, Russell Wilson, Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Carson Wentz rounding out my top ten.
1: I don't hate your top ten. I got, I got no real beef with it. For probably Teddy not. Bridgewater
0: who's agreed on seven of the ten.
1: Yeah, very wow. Teddy Teddy Bridgewater very much on my avoid list. Uh I, I certainly think there's gonna and be on the
0: last week too.
1: He was. He was. <laughs> okay. I also That's have good. uh Kyle Allen, James Winston, what a shock. Baker Mayfield, Mason Rudolph. One that pains me, Marcus Mariota, the Ginger Ninja, Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, and his phenomenal headband, uh, Derek Carr, and old Mitchell Trubisky.
0: Yeah, our, our uh, avoid lists seem pretty similar too, except that I have Josh Allen mm-hmm. at the top of mine. So
1: Terrible choice. I uh, didn't hear him no. on yours.
0: Um, no, Baker he's in Mayfield, man's lead. Purgatory. Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Kyler Murray, Gardner Minshaw. Um, Mitchell Trubisky, Andy Dalton, Mason Rudolph, and uh, Josh Rosen, uh, rounding out my uh, avoid list for this week.
1: All right, that's fair. That's fair. No one for Josh, Josh Allen, but that's fine. Bills fan will put okay. you through a table if you ever get close enough to Buffalo, so I would stay out of the area.
0: <laughs> I, I don't have any plans to be in the Buffalo area in time soon, but who knows?
1: Probably for the best. Things could change. <laughs>
0: Things could change in our area.
1: <laughs> All <right>. God. Um, <laughs> what do you got for tight ends
0: tight ends I've got uh, Travis Kelsey at the top of my list um, no mm-hmm. surprise there Evan Ingram second Zach Ertz third the aforementioned Will Bisley is fourth on my list Austin Hooper, Jared Cook Vernon Davis, Jimmy Graham uh, Virgil Green and the Jason Witten-Blake Jarwin combo rounding out my top ten
1: Ooh look at you look at you with that tag team there all right uh i have my top my my top two are the same i've got travis kelsey and evan ingram there as well i've got darren walker at three i'm sorry darren waller at three uh mark andrews as long as he gets on the field he'd be my number four choice zach Ertz, running out my top five delaney walker again pending his you know leg not falling off his body uh greg olson austin hooper tj hawkinson and will disley round out my top ten.
0: Okay, so we agreed on five. Uh, my avoid list has a little bit of overlap with your recommended list, but uh, here goes. <clears throat> I've got O.J. Howard at the top of my avoid list, Delaney Walker, Darren Waller, Tyler Eifert, Charles Clay, Demetrius Harris, and uh, Mike Gisicchi. Um I just, yeah,
1: poor Mike Gesicki.
0: I, I, I should probably, poor guy. I should probably stop mentioning him, but every week he's at the bottom of my avoid list.
1: Should send him like an edible arrangement or something. It's just what we're doing is just not nice. Uh I yeah. I wish he would be on any other team, any other team. But fortunately, although the way the Dolphins are trading people, he could be any second.
0: He'd be uh, a cowboy by mid-season.
1: I'd be so thrilled if that happened. I'd be fine with that, absolutely. Um, uh, my avoid list, uh, unfortunately, also Mike Seki on there, pretty much always, but. The Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle connection, sense. I like I like them together as one human separately, eh, just not enough there. Uh, Trey Burton, even though he's healthy, don't love the matchup. Dallas Goddard, Tor uh Jimmy Graham, James O'Shaughnessy, Noah Fant, and Demetrius Harris.
0: Right. Uh, defenses, who who do you like this week?
1: Uh Shocker. I got the Chargers at the top of my list that's uh, pretty much anybody playing Miami is at the top of everybody's list now. I have the Rams at two, the Vikings, Jaguars, and Patriots rounding out my top five. Then I've got Seattle, the Chicago Bears, who are very impressive on Monday, the Ravens, Colts, and Steelers would be my top ten, and I've got the Packers just outside.
0: You grade on six of the ten. Uh, got that's new. actually get shockingly top of
1: good them. for us for defenses.
0: New England at the top of my list, uh, the Chargers, the Colts, the Rams, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Falcons, Seattle, and Denver.
1: Ooh,
0: okay. And so okay. who's on your avoid list, pray tell?
1: Uh, Well, certainly the Giants and the Redskins. <laughs> I, like I said, I think that's going to be a pretty uh, high-scoring matchup. The Raiders, the Bengals, the Bills, the Eagles, the Saints, the Cowboys, uh, the Chiefs and the Browns.
0: I've got the Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Redskins, Lions, um, Buccaneers, Arizona, New Orleans, and Dallas on my avoid list for defenses this week.
1: Not terrible. Not terrible. We get some overlap. Okay. Certainly, I think so, we uh, we seem to be in agreement. And some of these games will be higher scoring.
0: Yeah. So. We've uh, left ourselves a little bit of short of time for the games this week, but uh, we still have about As 20 minutes, wanting to <laughs> leave you for some DFS time. So we'll uh, give it a shot here, and
1: we got this. So who needs, Thursday who evening, needs breathing? Well,
0: at least we've got one fewer game to get through this week with the, True. the Jets and the 49ers. But uh, on bye, but take anyway. a week
1: off, of slackers.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Up first, we've got the Thursday night game. Green Bay hosting Philadelphia, and I think Green Bay is going to go to 4-0. and I'll take uh, Green, Bay, Green Bay by a field goal at home. Uh, Green Bay 30, Philly 27.
1: I'm and thinking I'll, Green I'll Bay we'll by... will drop
0: a few more passes.
1: Hopefully not babies, but definitely going to drop passes because he's very good at that. Like you said, not my favorite person. Uh, I actually have Green Bay winning 34-24. I've got him winning by 10. Lambo's a tough place to play. Eagles are banged up. Green Bay is definitely hitting four and zero this week.
0: Okay, uh, next up we've got New England at Buffalo. I guess uh, probably Just not. The fighting
1: too much, Josh uh, Rosen's. Busy. Yeah,
0: I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Josh this.
1: Allen's. The Josh Rosen's are coming Even up. next.
0: Yeah, the the jo- I'm not any quarterback named Josh. I'm I'm out, um, especially Straight this by. week against the Patriots or the. Chargers. I'm not buying it, but um, Josh Rosen, even though he's part of my family picture now, where at least his jersey is, I'm not picking him. I'm going with the Patriots to win by almost two touchdowns, even on the road. I'll say uh, Brady, the Brady's uh, 30 and the Josh Allen 17.
1: I say take Buffalo getting the points if you like to play against the spread, because they're only losing by eight this week. I got New England winning 20-20. Going to Buffalo. Brandon Buffalo's undefeated streak is coming to a close, but I think they are going to be very respectable, and people potentially will be taking them a little more seriously. I know you won't be, but like other humans on the planet might take them a little more seriously after this week. New England will all
0: take them more seriously.
1: They're not. I, I, even I, as ridiculous as the picks I make, can't pick that, but I will take them to cover the spread. Absolutely, I already did that. I'm excited about it. I would like to watch this game.
0: All right, next up, we've got the uh, Chargers hosting the Dolphins. You know, you could do pretty well for yourself this season by streaming the defenses that are playing the Dolphins. Uh, This week it's the Chargers' turn. I think the Chargers, Melvin Gordon's back, and I think they'll double up on Miami. I'll go with a final score of uh, Chargers 34, Miami 17.
1: Actually, I'm winning but more uh I've got the chargers winning thirty one ten um Miami's in a tough spot uh some daily fantasy options out of that game, but beyond that, not a lot of intrigue or suspense
0: <laughs> okay um,
1: <laughs> next up, we've got the, less uh... the better. <laughs>
0: Next up, we've got uh, Indy hosting Oakland in our obligatory West Coast team Travels East matchup, and mm-hmm. I think Indy, Indy's defense has been a little better than I was uh, expecting um, so far. so are a bad go little with, team. I'm going to go with them to, uh, to beat uh, Oakland pretty handily. I'll say Indy 27, Oakland 17.
1: Actually, the exact same score. We've got Indy winning 27-17, despite the fact that they are the walking wounded, and Oakland might be the healthiest team in the league right now. Um, I, I think it's this will be a good safe. game, but I think Indy has it the whole way. Yeah, they're they're still not good, but they're healthy, and that, that certainly does give them some advantage, just not enough to win I the suppose. game. Yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe if they were playing the Dolphins, they'd have a shot, but uh, I don't think against Indy. That'd be, be so. an
1: interesting game. So, yes, we're we're in agreement.
0: Indy 27-17, I like. Yeah, four for four so far. I'm impressed. Next up, we've got Tennessee at Atlanta. And I know Atlanta hasn't shown much so far this season, but they look to be a better team at home than on the road uh, based on one home game and two road games. I'm going to go back to the well and pick them at home this week. I'll say Atlanta 27, Tennessee 21.
1: All right, so our streak uh, has come to an end. I'm going to take Tennessee and the fighting Mariotas to win by a field goal. 27, 24. I'm done. I'm done with Atlanta. I'm done playing these games. I don't know. I just, they have so much talent. They can't get it together. It's very frustrating. I'm just, I'm over it. I just, I, I, mm, I just don't understand what they're missing. It makes me so frustrated.
0: Okay. Speaking of missing things, uh, we've got Washington playing at the Giants this week. Both teams missing a lot, but, uh, Um, On the strength of their rookie quarterback, who is playing, I'll take the Giants over the Washington Redskins, whose rookie quarterback isn't playing. I'll say final score here, the the, uh, Daniel Jones is 34, the Case Keenum is 24.
1: I am actually also going to pick the Giants to win this game. I went back and forth on this a little bit, but the Redskins' biggest problem is they hate their head coach. Their head coach hates half their players. Their owners, the worst. They get a lot of issues. but I just I think the Giants, despite the injuries, despite the unrest, still in a better spot. I think this is going to be a shootout. This is one of the higher scoring games of the day. I've got the Giants winning thirty four twenty seven.
0: So you realize if our two uh, predictions come true, that the Giants will actually be ahead of the Eagles after this weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a weird world we live in.
0: And only one game back of the Cowboys.
1: You're saying there's a chance.
0: (laughs) I am. So next up, we've got got, uh, Kansas City on the road at Detroit. Uh, Detroit, you know, they're both undefeated. I guess Detroit, if you make an allowance for the tie, they they haven't lost. But, uh, of course, tying Arizona, I'm not sure that's anything to brag about. But uh, I think they're still at different levels. Team-wise, I'm going to go with – Kansas City, even though we're not really sure who their lead running back is going to be, I'll say that Patrick Mahomes under center. No, it couldn't be me. I'm too slow, but Kansas City, uh, <laughs> and I don't take a hit well, but uh, Kansas City, <laughs> doesn't matter as long as Patrick Mahomes is under center, they're, they're going to be fine. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs yeah. uh, 37-24, and for some reason I was just thinking, I remember a Thanksgiving day game back when I was a kid between the Chiefs and the Lions at uh, Detroit. I had just started becoming a, a Chiefs fan, and of course, uh, Detroit wiped the field, with them, which was disappointing. But hmm. um, so this will be I think my revenge, revenge this week. Some, yeah, this could be you know, it. Some 40 years later.
1: You know, sometimes sometimes you got to wait for it, but I think you'll get it this week. Uh, I also am picking Kansas City to win this game. Even, Even for me, it's tough to. I tried to find a way to rationally pick Detroit to win this game, but I couldn't do it. Uh, I tried for for a few minutes, but it just wasn't going to happen. I've got Kansas City winning 41-30. Matt Stafford, uh, quietly a very good daily fantasy pick, a uh, decent regular fantasy football pick as well, but he's going to have to throw all day, forever, all and it's times. still not going to be enough. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Next up, we've got oh. uh, Cleveland at Baltimore and yeah,
1: Cleveland's a mess.
0: Just, yeah, it's, I, I, yeah, I Yeah, I'm not going to say I told you so, but I will say that it wasn't. Uh, I um, think you're going to figure it out.
1: I think they still make the playoffs.
0: I kind of hope they don't. I, mean, I, I know they're the lovable losers all these years, but now I think they're a little bit uh, too cocky for my taste. But uh, Baltimore. It's a lot. Yeah. Quietly uh, put together, a nice start. Uh, Lamar Jackson really seems to uh, be showing that he belongs as an NFL quarterback, and I think uh, Lamar Jackson will get the best of the Baker Mayfield this week. I'll go with the final score, Baltimore 27, Cleveland 20.
1: I actually even have a bigger margin of victory here for the Ravens. Uh, I'm very much into the Lamar Jackson era. Uh, Baker Mayfield's got to figure some things out. Cleveland defense needs to get healthy. Uh, Until that happens, it's a little tough to win games. I've got Baltimore winning this 33-21. It's going to be a good day in Baltimore for them.
0: Okay, next up we've got Houston hosting Carolina. Houston starting to look pretty impressive. Um, Carolina doing good things last week. Um, Kyle
1: Allens, they're out
0: there. Kyle Allens. They're out there, yeah, they're, but I, I can't pick him in good <laughs> conscience this uh, week. I'm going to go with the Deshaun Watson, 27 over the Kyle Allen, 24s.
1: I'm talking about him like he's an alien. He's out there.
0: <laughs> he is out there.
1: <laughs> I like I like what he's doing better than what Cam Newton was doing before. I'll tell you that. Um, but I, I am going to pick Houston in a bit of a barn burner. I'm taking him 26-24. I think, I think Kyle Allen and Christian McCaffrey got a little something going. Curtis Samuel the showing up to the saf- party finally.
0: The 13 safeties or a missed extra point?
1: Uh, I'm going to mix, missed extra point. It's been kind of a tough go for okay. kickers. A bunch okay. of safeties would be great, though.
0: Yeah. Next up, yeah. we've got, I, I wonder what the NFL record I, I mean, I could look it up, but I don't know off the top of my head what the NFL record for most. Number of safeties by a team in a single game is. I'm guessing it's not 13, but.
1: Probably not. That seems like a lot, lot, but that would be something spectacular. See. All
0: right. uh, Next up, we've got the Rams hosting Tampa Bay and what I think will be the mismatch of the week. Tampa Bay, they showed their offense has life against the Giants last Mm -hmm. week, but uh, Rams' offense, I mean, defense isn't a totally different class from the Giants as is their offense yeah a little bit the Rams win this handily I'll go 41 17 Rams
1: I went 34 20 uh the Rams they are also at home uh Tampa Bay not the strongest team to begin with then you're going to the west coast and like you said it's a different animal than playing the Giants defense for sure uh so I think they win pretty handily
0: Hey, next up, we've got an NFC West game. Arizona on the road against Seattle. Seattle, yeah, I, it'd be nice to see Kyler Murray really have a breakout game, but I just don't see that happening this week. Yeah. I'll go with Seattle 30 over Arizona 21.
1: I've got Seattle winning 31 17. Like you said, it'd be great to see Kyler Murray come out. I still think David Johnson has a very nice game. Um, the Seattle secondary and their offensive line still scare the hell out of me, but. They just have more going. And the fact that Arizona just gives up all of the points to tight ends. Will Disley is going to have a great day. I'm very excited about that. Arizona probably less so.
0: Next up, we have a game which um, will not be on the top of my viewing list, but uh, Jacksonville's at Denver. Really? Both of these offenses this have struggled so TV far this Is a must for you?
1: I'm shocked.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um, and for anybody who loves offense, I don't think this will be must see TV. But anyway, uh, I think Denver shows some signs of life, and I think they take it by field goal. I'll say Denver 24, Jacksonville 21. And I know this will be our second disagreement, but uh, hit me with it.
1: I am taking Jacksonville to win this game. I know we're all surprised. Uh, I'm taking them to win by field goal 17 14. I do respect the Denver defense, I respect the fact that they're playing at mile high. Uh, they're certainly a different team at home than they are on the road, but I just I am not impressed by that offense right now. I'm just really not, and Jacksonville is just a little wild right now. Um, they they don't really know that they're not supposed to be good, and so I figure they've got a chance. I'm going to go with them.
0: All right, next up we've got uh, another game that I'm pretty sure we're going to disagree on. Minnesota looking to me like one of the better teams in the NFC. Uh, like right now good. Chicago NFC North of the better is no joke
1: Yeah
0: No that's a that's a good conference uh, so far um, Very good But Yeah I just I think Minnesota is a little bit uh, better rounded and I think they're going to take this by field goal even on the road I'll say Minnesota 27 Chicago 24
1: Normally I am I'm a bit of a Minnesota homer Uh I like to go with them Big fan of of what they're doing, like Dalvin Cook a lot. But I'm taking the Bears. Granted, they played the Redskins last week, and really anyone's going to look good against them, your Giants included this week. But that Denver defense is very good. They're playing at home. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is it has been a bit of a roller coaster so far this year. Uh, I I think that their pass game is going to be what has to win this for them, that and the defense. But I think they're going to sneak one out here 23-20. Despite the fact that their kicker may or may not be hurt, uh, Eddie Pinheiro, some speculation whether or not the knee injury is real. No, I, I mean he's he's got a bum knee, but I think that uh, I think he's still going to come out and make a big time kick. He's going to be a hero in Chicago.
0: Like not a Cody Parkey experience awaits. So
1: and f- no, sorry Cody, we're a little out for you, buddy. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next up we've got the Sunday night game between uh, Dallas and New Double Orleans. Doink. Maybe it's wishful thinking on my part, but I think that uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I was actually hoping that the Giants would sign him in the offseason. That didn't happen, but should have. Uh, I do think I do think he's a good fit there in New Orleans and I think that uh, they'll take this game at home on um, Sunday night by a field goal in a high scoring game. We'll see New Orleans 34, Dallas 31.
1: I actually went back and forth on this game a lot, uh, pretty much all day. New Orleans, uh, historically better at home, but that's certainly with Drew Brees under center. Teddy Bridgewater still looking a little disjointed. As good as New Orleans is, I think the Cowboys might, and this feels weird to say, and I'm still waiting for those shoe to drop, they might be a little more functional of a team right now. I'm taking the Cowboys to win on the road 31-24. Got to be honest probably the least confident pick I'm
0: making this week. Okay. And then we uh, wrap up the festivities with the Monday night game at Pittsburgh, the two winless teams.
1: Uh, the ginger ninja. Somebody has to win the game.
0: Somebody has to win this game. And I'm going with the Mason Rudolph. Unless
1: a tie.
0: Taking them 24 to Mason 17. Rudolph. Hopefully uh, James Conner will uh, have a nice bounce back. Come back game. to
1: life. That would be nice. It'd be nice. I think we'd all like Especially to see given that. how
0: many uh, first-round picks were spent on him and how little uh, payoff there's been Production. pronounced so
1: far. Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough in Pittsburgh. I know there are a lot of Steelers fans that are already done with the year. They're just, they're just thrown in the towel. Uh, they're not a happy bunch of humans. I think this week they will be a little happier. They're playing at home. They're playing in primetime. The Bengals have lost nine straight in primetime after this week. Probably going to be ten. Uh, I think it stays competitive. I think it's going to go back and forth, but I think the Steelers win 30-27. to 27. I just don't think Cincinnati has enough on either side of the ball to outlast the Steelers team who, despite all of their trials and tribulations, still a very talented football team. If they could just all get on the same page for, like, even half a game, maybe that would help. I'm not even asking for a whole game, but just figure it out, guys. Too good to be this bad.
0: All right. Um, so that brings us to the end of our game. So who do you like in DFS? And then I have uh, some questions about trades for you.
1: Ooh, okay. i got some ridiculous trade offers today. Uh, Daily fantasy-wise, there's some good values out there. If you're looking for stacks, uh, Carolina, big into that this week, as well as the Redskins and even the Giants. Pick them right. I think it's, it's possible. Like I said, I think that Giants-Redskins game is going to be higher scoring. A lot of fancy points to be had there. Case Keenum, for as awful as he was this week, still good value as far as Daily Fantasy this week. Kyle Allen, Matt Stafford, and Daniel Jones. Uh, running back Chris Thompson, uh, Kenyon Drake, as long as he doesn't get traded between now and then, which is certainly possible. Uh, Josh Jacobs and Philip Lindsay. It, wide receiver Curtis Samuel. Jarvis Landry's got a significantly better matchup than Odell Beckham Jr. this week. Sterling Shepard, who seems to be Daniel Jones' of guy. Paul Richardson, like we talked about before, the price is certainly right. And Paris Campbell, especially if T.Y. T.Y. Hilton can't go. A tight end, Austin Hooper, the Eric Ebron-Jack Doyle combination, especially, again, if T.Y. Hilton's not on the field, they're going to certainly see more looks. Vernon Davis, Will Disley, and T.J. Hawkinson. And on defense, the Titans, Broncos, Ravens, and the Seahawks.
0: All right. Um, we have it. So we have a few minutes left. So I just wanted to talk to you about trades and whether you think it's too early in the season, whether you've swung any trades yourself, uh, what kinds of um, players you see getting offered and what kinds of offers you're making. So what's what's the scoop on trades from you?
1: I got offered right before we went live here. Someone offered me Tom Brady for Leonard Fournette, which I just—I don't want to give up Leonard Fournette. Uh, I don't need to, so I—I I, I certainly decline that hard. Um, yeah. I certainly—I I definitely think that trading, especially now with the amount of injuries they have. Is almost a necessity. I, there are a lot of big names that have gone down with injuries, and especially the way the league is now with so many committees, especially at running back, you can't fill a lot of these holes in the waiver wire. So you got to go out a little sooner than normal, I feel like, and start thinking about trades. What do, what say you?
0: Um, yeah, I'm usually not. I'm usually somebody that focuses more on waiver wire than trades. I'm just you know very I guess uh, suspicious and always weary of getting, weary of getting ripped off in trades and all. So I have a very yeah. suspicious paranoid mindset to begin with, which makes me hard to trade with. That's okay, with. I like it. Stay, I have, stay paranoid. I have swung a couple of uh, <laughs> trades so far in one league. Um, last week I actually traded, I know you're going to hate this, but I traded uh, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers away for Cooper Cup because I what? figured that uh, uh, Well, I need.
1: I got to be honest, I don't hate that as much as you think I would.
0: Okay, just you know, I know to me, Aaron Rodgers is still <laughs> above average quarterback, but yeah, I don't think he's the, you know, the head and shoulders above. I think it's the, certainly,
1: especially right, right now, and, you can get a quarterback on the waiver wire. You, yeah,
0: you, I. You know, I you can't find a running back mostly. or or a
1: real, a game-changing wide receiver. They're not out there right now. Quarterback, you can get.
0: Yeah, I think matchups are the way to go with quarterbacks, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I just I don't. I at this point I'm only carrying one in this one league and just swap them in and out depending on matchups. Last week it was uh, um, uh, Kirk Cousins. This week you know, I'm not sure who it'll be, but uh, yeah, just yeah. I don't really. I don't hate see the idea in buying and holding a quarterback. I think you just uh, add and drop them based on matchups and uh, move (laughs) on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I can sort of get behind that. You know me, I like to stash a good quarterback, but um, certainly the way the league is right now and, and the way that, especially in a PPR league, the way that the point system set up, you know what, you don't need, There's so few elite quarterbacks, you don't need one to win. You can build a team around it and be just fine.
0: Alrighty, uh, looks like we're just about out of time. Any uh, parting words or parting thoughts for the week?
1: No, no, I'm interested to see how, how this whole NFC plays out, as, as always. Hopefully, Nelson Aguilar figures out a way to stop dropping balls so people stop you know, calling them out on national Better TV to drop totally unprovoked. Yes. <sighs> so true that's probably going to be on a t-shirt at some point very soon um but we will be back with you next wednesday night with all the news and notes injuries who to start who to sit daily fantasy picks waiver wires the whole nine yards from 9 to 10 p.m eastern time on wednesdays as we are every week you can find us all week long on facebook at the fantasy football sherpa fan page on twitter at the number four thn inches show at jkim16 and fantasy underscore sherpa thank you so much for listening good luck this week unless of course you're playing us
0: and don't drop any babies.